Hello baseball fans and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and we're in the final week of the daily podcast, which will end on Sunday, April 2nd, this upcoming Sunday. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this for myself, baseball studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager, Bob Melvin, and just down the 101 from AT&T Park, the home of the San Francisco Giants. Well, wrapping up the daily podcast, and we're starting next week. It'll be a weekly podcast, and... You know, I'm not going to make a big deal of it right now because there's some stuff I do want to talk about here. Um, I'm, I'm going to talk about something I was thinking about. I was thinking about the, you know, the the fact that when you have a player who was a, uh, a big-time prospect, sometimes a player is a big-time prospect. They, 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 they're, they're, they're still talented, even if they don't blossom into the prospect that you expect them to be. And sometimes they're maybe in the wrong place. Sometimes maybe they're just in the wrong situation. And maybe they need to, if, if a prospect has a, a, a ton of promise, then, and then things get in their way, maybe a fresh start is exactly what they need. Uh, I'll tell you who, exactly who I'm referring to right now, and that is Jerickson Profar. Now, Jerkson Profar, for a while, was considered to be not only one of the brightest stars in the Texas Rangers organization, but for a period of time was, you know, for three straight years, he was considered to be a, a, a top prospect. You know, and before 2011, he was a top 100 prospect. Before 2012, he was a top 10 prospect. Before 2013, he was considered to be the top prospect in baseball. And and that was from uh, MLB.com, Baseball Prospectus, and Baseball America. He was the consensus pick going into the 2013 season to be the best prospect in the game. That he was a he was a defensive whiz shortstop who could play in various positions. He could, you know, he could play in second base, could play shortstop, could play third base, but was, you know, looked upon as a as a dynamic young shortstop. And you know, could hit and could and be a, a contributor with his bat and looked like he was going to be a star. In fact, they brought him up uh towards the end of the 2012 season, and that was a year where everyone including your pal Sully thought the Rangers were going to win their third straight pennant and probably win the World Series. Remember, they were one strike away from winning the World Series twice in 2011. And 2012 looked like it was going to be a team on a mission, and that mission was to get that final strike. Well, what happened was, and right up until the final weekend of the season, I thought they were going to win the World Series that year. Then they got swept by the A's on the final week of the season, lost the division the final game and they wound up losing the wild card game to Baltimore. Kind of startling. But they brought Jerickson Profar up to be on that team. To you know, to be part of the team that was probably going to win it all. And they didn't. And then 
2013 came around, and he was not the you know, the superstar that people thought he was going to be uh, when he came up in 2013. Um, but he, you know, he got hurt a couple of times. But then the Rangers decided to trade in Kinsler in the deal that involved Prince Fielder. But what that did is it opened up the infield. It said, we've got this guy Profar. We can flip Kinsler for Prince Fielder. And because he's, yeah, he's, he, it's his time. Now, they still had Elvis Andrews, who he could not supplant yet, but they were going to put him at second base. They are going to put Profar at second base, and they were going to have the most dynamic infield you can imagine. And then bad things started. He started the season on the disabled list, and then he injured his shoulder, and he did not play one game for the Rangers in 2014. And then 2015, he had to have shoulder surgery, so he missed all of 2015. So he, he went from being the top prospect in baseball to missing two years. And he was in AAA last year in 2016, and he made a few appearances. He got he got called up uh, when Rudnett Odor got suspended, um, and... You know, he got to play a little bit in the infield last year. He wound up playing in 90 games. Didn't exactly light the world on fire, and he played a little bit all over the place. In fact, let me go to baseballreference.com, the single greatest website in the history of the planet Earth, and we'll see that he played last year. He started uh, 15 games at second base, 16 games at third base, 13 games at first base, 10 games at shortstop and eight games in the outfield. Now, to be fair, in today's climate of baseball, being able to be a Ben Zobris type and being able to play all over the field has its advantages, especially when you have teams that are going to probably carry more pitchers and have more relievers. You know, having someone who can play multiple positions is you know, probably not a bad thing. But the strange thing that's happened to Jerks and Profar is that two players have kind of rendered him, if lack of a better word, obsolete. You know, Elvis Andrews is still the starting shortstop of the Texas Rangers. And this will be his ninth season which has included two trips to the World Series, two trips to the All-Star Game. This will be his ninth year. But the thing about Elvis Andrews is he, he's not yet 30. I mean, people, you know, he seems like he's been there for a while, and he's, and he's, a, he's a stable veteran. But he's, he's going to be what? I mean, how old is he now? He is currently, drumroll please, he's 28. He's 28 years old. And still a productive player. Batted 302 last year, had an OPS of 800. You know, had you know stole some bases, got some extra base hits. You know, you're not going to move him off of there. And the Rangers, according to um, Evan Grant of the Dallas Morning News, are getting closer to a contract extension with Rugnet Odor. And Rugnet Odor, and it was supposed to be you know Odor to Profar was going to be the 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 you know one two punch in the middle of their infield, but you know Odor has 
been a productive player at second base. You know, 33 home runs last year. And, you know, willing to throw a punch or two. And he's going to be only 23. And they have Adrian Beltre, who's a Hall of Famer at third base. And they have a revolving door at first. And it looks like Mike Napoli is going to get a bunch of the at-bats there. And look at the Rangers' um, depth chart. I mean, you have Joey Gallo, who everyone's been waiting for him to, to emerge. And then you had uh, Ryan Rua, who's only 27 years old. I mean, he's you know he's probably not going to be an all-star or anything like that. But, you know, get him a couple of bats and he'll... You know, he'll take a few deep. So you look at the Rangers' depth chart. Profar is really a man without a position. He's playing the outfield now. But this was supposed to be a, you know, a dynamic young shortstop. This is a couple of years, and now he's in the outfield and a man without a position. But here's the thing about Profar. <clears throat> You know, he missed two years, and the the shine of his uh, his potential stardom looks a lot dimmer than it did a few years ago. He's only 24 years old. He's only 24. He's played two seasons plus a cup of coffee, missed two seasons, and he's yet, not yet a 25-year-old. And he appears, at least, you know, he played the World Baseball Classic, he appears to be somewhat healthy. And I can't help but wonder if the Rangers moved him to another team and he had a chance to play shortstop, if he would be able to blossom, if the person who was the consensus number one prospect in baseball had a chance to say, okay, you're now our shortstop. Would that person be able to shine? The team that I'm thinking about is the Padres. Padres are going to be starting uh, Eric Ibar at shortstop. No offense to Eric Ibar, you're a major leaguer, but you know he sh he he shouldn't be the shortstop in a rebuilding team. If you said, "Hey, the Padres have a one-time consensus number one prospect in all of baseball." who's only 24 years old playing shortstop, well, that's something you would think, oh, that's a, the right person, the right place. If I were the Padres, I mean, there, okay, there's the kid, Nick Ahmed, who, from uh, the Diamondbacks, who's being rumored to be dealt to the Padres and everything like that. I'd be talking to the Rangers. I'd be talking to the Rangers every day saying, what's it going to take to pry loose Profar? Because right now, put him in the outfield. You can get an outfielder. In fact, you know, Nomar Mazzara and, and Delano DeShields Jr. might be able to be, a, you know, Voltron them into a decent starting outfield. You know, putting Jurks and Profar, who should be an infielder, and to give up on that at this age, before he's a 25-year-old, I think is somewhat bananas. Now, look at the Padres stink. They stink with a capital stink. And they're not going to contend. And when you have teams that are you have teams that are not contenders, one thing non-contenders usually aren't dripping with are, you know, valuable commodities to trade. Because if they had lots of those, then, you know, 
they'd be a better team. When I go to their depth chart right now on, on MLB.com, you know, they, they have it shortstop. They have Eric Ibar. And, you know, they, they have Solarte at um, second base. I mean, this is not tremendous depth they have in that infield. And I, if you take someone like Profar, who's still young, Put him on a team that's rebuilding and say, hey, look, fresh start. You're not fighting with Elvis Andrews anymore. You're not looking for to squeeze some playing time between Adrian Beltre and Rugnet Odor. You're in a situation where you are our starting blank. You're our starting shortstop for the San Diego Padres. I can't help but think that at this point that would be a new chance, a new, um, for the lack of a better word, uh, a fresh start for jerks and Profar to show that, hey, this is why I was considered to be the consensus number one prospect in all of baseball. It, you know, it's something that I think the Padres have to consider doing and something that, look, the Padres have... A little bit of depth in their bullpen. They have a little bit of depth in their outfield. There's a combination that they could get. Now, I don't think it would be smart for them to trade Will Myers, but do you know what? Maybe that's what maybe that's what they have to do. I don't know. The Rangers are a very interesting team, however. I've yet to make my official pick in the American League West. The Rangers have, of course, won the last two American League West titles. And they can go one of two ways. You can see a combination of young players like Odor, like Gallo, like Mazzara take off with a combination of the veterans like Andrews, like Napoli, like Adrian Beltre, like Hugh Darvish, and like Cole Hamels, and they could run off and win their third straight American League West title with an eye of finally winning a World Series this decade. Or, on the other hand, the team could fall apart. Remember I picked the Rangers to win the pennant in 2014? I really thought they were going to. They didn't. They were terrible that year. But then they won the next two divisions. It was really, they were, they've been very good this whole decade, save for that one year. And in that one year, everything seemed to fall apart. Everything, including the end of Ron Washington's time as manager, as strange as that felt. But they could very well win their third straight division. Or, if they fall apart, then you look up and you realize Jonathan Lucroy, Tyson Ross, Hugh Darvish, Andrew Kasher, Carlos Gomez. Yeah, there are several players on that team that are eligible for free agency. If they fall apart, buzzards will pick this team left and right, eat their very bone marrow, and along the way, well, probably force jerks and profar to be a starting everyday play. But with that being said, he was a dynamic, great prospect. 
And I think he deserves another chance to shine. And I guess I'm pulling at the Padres because I can't think of another team that has as glaring a need at shortstop as they do. And if this works, if some combination of relievers and pitching depth going to the Texas Rangers is worth jerks and profile, and if it works for the Padres, not only do they get a good short-term solution, they get a good to long-term solution as well. It all seems to fit and make sense to me. I don't know who the players are that would go from San Diego to Texas. I assume it would be both Ben Depth and may even be, you know, some veterans that they take off their, their payroll. I don't know the answer. But it seems like a perfect fit for Profar. And one that I think would make a lot of sense for the Padres to look at. I'm usually not a big fan of proposing trades because, you know, there are other factors that involve who's injured, who doesn't fit with this team, what the contract situation, blah, 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 blah. And all those factors make making trades in a real-life general manager situation probably all the more awkward and all the more complicated. With that being said, you have a hole, you have a need, and you have a player without a position. When you have someone like that, sticking them in the outfield doesn't make sense to me. Much like sticking Ian Desmond at first base, sometimes things like that just don't make sense to me. Give him a chance to show why he was that top prospect. You see that change of scenery works from time to time. It worked with Adrian Gonzalez. It worked with uh, Josh Hamilton. It worked with Will Myers in, in San Diego. Just give it a whirl and see what happens. Just keep making the phone calls, San Diego. You need a shortstop. You need a young shortstop. There is a young shortstop playing in the freaking outfield. Doesn't seem fair. Give it a whirl. What's the worst thing that can happen? We've seen the worst thing that can happen. It's called Padres baseball. They're probably going to lose 100 games this year. Perfect. Give him the chance to develop back into the player. I'd like to see that because he was such a dynamic prospect. I want to see that player in the major leagues. Not a guy learning how to be an outfielder. Not yet. Not at this stage of his life. Listen to me. Make the calls. So, go to sullybaseball.com, like me on Facebook, around iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Making some creative suggestions for the San Diego Padres and the Texas Rangers. You know, like you do. This has been the Solid Baseball Daily Podcast for the 28th day of March 2017. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Don't trade me, but you can call me Sullivan.